Of course, the key to Baylor basketball's long-term success, Flo Thamba and Dale Bonner. This is Locked On Baylor. You are Locked On Baylor, your daily podcast on the Baylor Bears, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Drake Toll, that's Brandon McKinnon, and none of this makes any sense anymore. <laughs> Welcome to Locked On Baylor. Happy Monday, everybody. Thank you for making this show your first listen every single day. Brandon, I number one, the sport of baseball does not exist. It is a figment of all of our imaginations. It has never existed, and we will never talk about it. Number two, congratulations to the men of ATO. Hey, for winning Sing. <laughs> there we go. There we go. For the first time ever, ATO has won Sing alongside Kayo. And Brandon, and as if things couldn't get crazier, just yep. weird. Uh, as we all predicted, Dale Bonner is Baylor basketball savior. Keontae George getting hurt led to the largest comeback thus far this season. And Flo Thamba is him. Yeah. So I've spent many an hour at an ATO sing practice. So I also am celebrating this. However, I'm not sure if my alumni status is legit. So no boosters or anything check my you're not alone in that category there um you're not a lot of us a lot of us um and then if we're just doing a bit of housekeeping for our loyal listeners out there i jokingly said the key to our success was more dale bonner minutes on friday's show you did say that you actually said that on the show and lo and behold maybe i am some sort of future seer without trying to be that i don't believe in that but dale bonner answered the call and just I mean, absolutely held it all together. When Keontae went down with the rolled ankle and we were down by double digits six minutes into the game, my friends and I were talking about at what point, what threshold would the game have to be at to where we would go and watch the rest of it at crickets and leave the stadium. And then yeah. promptly, Dale Bonner took over, Flo Thamba on his birthday. Yeah. It goes weird. off for a double-double. I mean, it was as unexpected of a win as I think either – either you or I, or maybe any Baylor fan could have put together from a narrative perspective. What do you think? I mean, going into the game, I didn't really love Baylor's chances. So you get into the game and your best player, your future NBA draft pick, your lottery mm -hmm. pick next year goes down with an injury. is not coming back. It's like, okay, sweet. Well, you know, see you guys Monday night. Hopefully you can win on the road against Oklahoma state. And, and I just like, I think to me, so here's the deal. I've been very critical. Right, we know this. I've been very hand critical. up. Here, here we go. Housekeeping. This is what been we're looking very, for. Very, very critical. I uh, so I'm going to come out and and say like Flo Thamba had a great game. I thought he played so well. Um, wasn't a hundred percent. Wasn't perfect, but a really good. Like if Flo does that, this team takes it to the next level. Dude, if Flo I, does seventy five percent of that every game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This team like that made Baylor so much better when Flo. Yeah. Thank you, Flo. And whoever has been clipping this show and playing it for Flo, thank Maybe you. Maybe you don't listening. need to watch your back in every alley in Waco anymore, just in case Flo happens to be there. I've always loved Flo. I've seen Flo at social gatherings and events before, and we've always been fine. Now we should be double fine, Flo, because yes. I've been rooting for you. I just have been critical of the way you play, and then you played a great game. So, Flo, you're listening to this now, waiting for me to find some kind of hole in what you did. Well, no. No, Flo. You had a great game. So you sit there and you take that. You take that and do it again tonight against Oklahoma State. Give the man um, his flowers. I, I What I love is like when they bring him out on the court pregame, like the longest tenured player in Baylor history. And I'm just, Flo! Flo! Exactly. 
People that sit by me at the games, they know I yell Flo's name all the time. And then Dale got in. I did the same damn thing with Dale. Let's go, Dale. I'm that guy. I'm going to point Big out Dale here, energy. There's a point in the game where the lineup is Langston Love with, I think this is right after Keontae goes out. So things are I know what you're great. about to talk about. Yeah, go it's ahead. Langston Love, LJ Cryer, Adam Flagler, Jonathan John Wachachua, and Josh Ojin Yes. And it could not have looked worse, like catastrophically bad experiment. Yeah. And then Baylor won the game. Dude, I so when that lineup came out, I think it was immediately following the injury or maybe the first media timeout after. Because I think immediately following, they were like, all right, Langston, like, go. Yeah. Yeah. And then the first media timeout, we bring out this weird Twin Towers, like NBA global. And you know what happened look. to the Twin Towers. You know what happened. Yes. You know how the story ends. Oh, Drake. <laughs> There's going to be people have... that listen to this that are a conspiracy theorist and they're like, did, they were how never did there. They were never there, Drake. How did it end? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Well, Baylor's Twin Towers were never there on yeah. during that lineup defense or offense yeah so that was tough so i think i i don't know if it was scott was like okay we don't have the same guard depth so let's try and run out a true four and five a true five and five i mean yes. it didn't look good and you know i mean texas certainly continued the run but then it was i think so i looked i looked at like the play-by-play after because i was at the game and i haven't had had a chance to like watch tape or go back and rewatch it yet right. nor probably will i because we won and i normally just rewatch losses because i'm a sicko sicko committee i run that twitter for those of you out there oh i don't really um and i looked at the play-by-play and texas went from the 925 mark to the 101 mark without scoring a point that's a when the game point. turned around not a single point they were stuck on 23 that whole time and it's like <laughs> This was the defense that we were calling for from the start of the season. This is what we knew they were capable of, and it was fun. It was good to see it happen. What's up? Would you call that a run of a run a run of death? I think you would, and you know who else would? The all the numbers guys, which you are one. They would all I say the ten zero run. You know, if you have do, one of those, you're going to win the game. I do love the. I do love those. I, uh, Brandon, have a ton of numbers, analytics, stats, fun facts too that I have pulled up here in front of yeah. me. Because I'm excited today. We're going to hear from Scott yeah. Drew later. But first, I want to get your opinion on some of these. Um, but first, first, even before that, everybody, look, I'm excited today. I, I, I'm in a good mood. I'm in a good mood. I'm happy this team won. Happy the softball team's doing so well. And again, baseball doesn't exist. It's not a real sport. I also, right before recording, went to Outback Steakhouse and had a whole plate of cheese fries and a Diet Coke. And it was good. It was really good but still not as good as Built Bar. You know why? Because it's healthy. Built Bar is just healthy. Like, I, that's what I, I try to get the point across to you. That, like, I have this bag of pistachios in front of me. Not healthy. Cholesterol, high. So much sodium. I have this, this Fisher honey roasted peanuts in front of me. It's, it's, it's not healthy for you. It's honey roasted. It's 170 calories in, one, in just one ounce. One ounce, 170 calories. Well, Built Bar... 100% all-natural real chocolate, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, 17 grams of protein. 17! Barely count that high. 
You go, you go eat a built bar and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. You go to built.com, order it there. You go to Sam's Club, you go to Walmart. It's super convenient. There's a Walmart. You're going to pass by a Walmart in your car today. You might be doing so while you're listening to this podcast. Get the cookies and cream, get the double chocolate, go buy a Sam's card thing that you have to do to go to Sam's Club and do it for the built bars, 13 bar box, built.com, Walmart, Sam's Club. It's built bar. Go eat one. See how it is and tell me if you like it because you will. Braden, the Bears, Baylor, 10 and 6 in Big 12 play. Again, again, Steve's not going to win a Big 12 championship now. That was that statistically shit. not out of it. Statistically, statistically not out of it. Not out of it. Mathematically not out of it. That is true. The year, However, here's, here's some, <laughs> some good notes. So I'm not going to harp on that because you're going to finish yeah. in the top three in the Big 12 at this point. Baylor's reached double-digit conference wins for the eighth time in the last nine years. They've been above 500 eight of the last nine years That's in wild. the toughest conference in college basketball. I, I I think that goes. That says something for the Scott Drew can't coach people, probably. Um, Baylor's also 13-2 and two in its last 15 games against Texas. They won six straight at home against Texas as well. Uh, and they are 13-3 and three in their last 16 against top 10 opponents. I, I don't think we talk enough. We don't. We don't talk enough about the era of Baylor basketball we're living in right now. Yeah, I mean, I think it speaks to how dumb I am. And I'm not trying oh. to call you dumb, but potentially how dumb you are. That on Thank Friday's you. show, we were like, this team's dead. Like, we were talking about the outlook and when yeah, the panic wow. button comes out. And I was like, just blew past Texas. I was like, this is a loss. Like, we're done. We've had, you know, two bad halves in the last two games. We're done. But that's not the case. Like, I think that we are in this era of Baylor basketball to your question where we expect to win every game. And that's not a bad thing. But I also think that there's a that we need to taper our reaction and really trust the coaching staff. Cause I think it's really easy to think in a vacuum and be like, terrible second Fs. What are we doing? Coaching isn't working and just overreacting and like dancing on the grave of the team. Yeah. But in reality, I think that everything you talked about from a consistency standpoint, when you look at a season start to finish in conference play, it's incredibly impressive. Brandon, I think it was you. Was it? Uh, you're going you're gonna to have to help me if I'm wrong. Didn't I didn't mean to was, call you dumb, but that's okay. I'll take that. I think it was you that said preseason. It was the, uh, maybe, maybe it was Scotty Swingler, one of the two. You're the same person in my head, just one's basketball, one's football, that said, that asked, will Flo Thamba average double digit rebound? That was me. You posed that question. I the did. Answer that was is, me. No, Brandon. No. That, that was me. I think we actually were playing like the oh, so. the overreaction or not overreaction game. And I was like, Flo Thamba is back with a vengeance. And he's going to have average double digit rebounds in conference play. What if I told you Flo Thamba has played, let's carry the one, two, one million games for Baylor? Yeah, he's played a ton of games. This was his second career Dude, double stop. double. He, we're not talking bad about him right now, bro. Second career double-double. Congratulations to Flo on his birthday. Uh, his first career double-double came against Texas last season. He had to wait all oh, the way till last year to get a double-double. But this is what I... That, that segues into this. Baylor is... Here's Brandon. This is bad and good. Okay. Baylor is 7-0 and when Flo Thamba has double-digit rebounds. So let's pick this apart. Number one. <laughs> okay. That means Flo Thamba has only ever gotten double-digit rebounds seven times in a record amount of games played for this university. 
I also question how many basketballs are going to give this guy with the weird spray paint art, but go ahead. But every time he's done it, the Bears have won. So if he was averaging that, like we asked if he could preseason, gosh, this team would be undefeated. Yeah. Um, so I, we talk a lot, Brandon, about who is the catalyst for success for this team. It's Flo Thamba. I think it might be Flo Thamba. <laughs> See, so you just backed your way into saying something nice about Flo Thamba, which I very I much think appreciate. Today. If Flo Thamba, you said it, if he plays 75% of what he did Saturday, this team's insane. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's, and he was so dominant on both sides. He, and we've talked, the one consistently good thing we've said and given him his flowers and his praise is that he's shooting the, from the free throw line incredibly oh, efficiently. Wow. And so it's like if he's aggressive and just goes to the rim, he's going to get fouled and he's going to knock down three out of every four th free throws, maybe four out yeah. of every four, if you, you know, extrapolate that. So I don't know. I was super pumped, super impressed. But um, I mean, just I'm, I'm all over the place today, this, this fine Monday. So I apologize to the fans. But um, I was even more impressed defensively with Jalen Bridges. Four blocks. I mean, guy was all over the place. Season awesome. high, four blocks for yeah. Jalen Bridges. 16th time this season where he scored in double figures. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's been that. he's been hooping. 16 times in double figures for him. Dale Bonner, double figures for the first time since that Northwestern State game in December. 13 is just one shy of his season high. He had 14 in the opener. He was the, He was our guy from the beginning. We haven't talked about him enough today because I've given a lot of praise to Flo Thamba, but Dale Bonner's defense. Like, I, 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 I don't, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say that, like, Keontae George's injury, it doesn't make this team better. That would be stupid to say. Does it change the way this team plays? For sure. I'm it's glad a, you're going here because this is one thing I want to talk about. It's Keep a going. lot, it's a lot more team oriented basketball. There's a lot less ISO, and it's very okay. We need to limit our mistakes to a yeah. T because without this superstar player, we have to be a unit. Otherwise, we're not very good. Bro, and the ball like, movement is so different. So different. And I, I think to your point, no one in their right mind would say that Baylor men's basketball has a higher ceiling without Keontae George on the floor. Right. No one that. would say that. No because in the tournament, the best the, the people with the best player or handful of players, those teams usually win. And you're going to need a player to go get you 12 points in 15 minutes, and Keontae can do that. However, everything you said is true. The ball movement was different. I don't know if like a switch flips in Cryer and Flagler's head to where they don't need to go ISO because they're like, oh, I know I'm going to get the ball soon again anyway. Everything was just more open. Like, so I was watching um, when when during the game, I was like, how is this going to affect? I was just thinking like, how is Keontae's injury going to affect our off ball movement? Because that's something we talked about yeah. Friday of things, something that we'll need to do really well to beat this Texas team. And people were like, shocker cutting i was rattled they were go they were instead of standing at the three-point line they were like running to the paint and people were going with them and passes were popping it was unbelievable and i don't think that speaks i'm not trying to highlight and articulate Keontae being out is good what i am trying to highlight and articulate is dale bonner stepping into that moment langston love stepping into that moment as two guys who had saw increased minutes as a direct result of his injury played very selfless basketball that actually turned out to be very rewarding. So when the rock is flying around the court, you're going to get open looks. Dale, Dale took his moment. Like I, here's the deal. We've said this off the air. I'll say it on the air. I, I don't 
see Dale Bonner in a Baylor jersey. A week ago, I wouldn't see Dale Bonner in a Baylor jersey next season. He's filtered out of the rotation, and like it's just a tough situation. I mean, he just, yeah. you know, that's basically say, hey, it's not really working out. Like the style of play is not there, and he stepped up and immediately took it in stride. Like I wanted, I almost wanted him to get to the podium post game. Like I'm out, <laughs> Dale Bonner. I, mean, I, I, I don't think you were. I don't think you or I actually want him to leave. I think that we just see a real path because we see the talent that he possesses that we saw yesterday. Or, well, he's uh, a starter me, almost anywhere else exactly. in America. I, literally America. He's a starter almost anywhere else. Exactly. And, and he deserves to play somewhere, even if that's not the play style of Baylor. But he showed 14th game with multiple steals. He just plays hard basketball. Brandon, I yeah. know you got, you have a game night to get to. So I'm gonna, so. I can keep talking hoops. They're not here yet. Let's go. Um, my, so this is all, and, and a ton of credit to Matt Roberts, too. He does this every game, puts together kind of the list of career highs and who did what. And so I've kind of gone down the list and picked up some of my favorites. Those were my favorites, the Flo Thambos, the Dale Bonners. Mm-hmm. Um, but my honorable mention for favorite is at the very, 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 very bottom. The last one, Caleb Lohner played in his 90th consecutive game. Yay. Bro, leave the leave leave Caleb and Flo alone, bro. We just had a top it's 10 win at home, like, and you can't help but come for the okay. throw. It's ridiculous. Sweet. He played his 90th consecutive game. Yay! Whoa. Also, also Woo. not player related, but you mentioned Matt Roberts does this. I don't know if there's a better AD like focused on teams in the business. Like Matt does a great job. I mean, I know you and I like being the media side, we oh, interact great. with him and he's awesome. So he's great. we know Matt makes locked on Baylor's first listen every day. So Matt, we just want to say thank you for what you I do. I text Matt at like 1230 AM and he immediately responds like, Matt, I don't know how you do this, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Um, but yes, 90th consecutive game for Caleb Lohner. If he misses 91, I'll be sad. Yeah. He's he's gonna play in 91 consecutive because Keontae was ruled out for Oklahoma State tonight. So we're gonna see uh some different lineups for sure. Yeah, Baylor's still a one point favorite. Uh yeah, he he didn't play great again on Saturday. Look, I've been in this Flo Thamba tour for weeks, imploring Flo Thamba to play better. Caleb, it's your turn. I'm coming. It is I who You don't knocks. want that guy. You don't want that it guy. It is I who knocks, Caleb. I like him a lot too. By the way, we've had him in media before, and he's such a cool guy. He's just yeah. a good. He's just a good dude. I don't know if you got a chance to listen to like the interview I did with him, like the thirty-minute kind of sit-down thing. I mean, yeah. nicest dude on the planet. Oh, he's like, a golden. He's a golden retriever. He's yeah. a golden retriever. And then you know sometimes like when a golden retriever gets really excited playing fetch and they throw on the ball and he's like so excited that he drops the ball. Bro, I really do think a lot of it goes back to him being for basically two years of his basketball playing life at BYU was like so out of position. I think he's almost having to relearn how to be like a big three or stretch four. I really do. Yeah. I think he's going to make huge strides next year, but I, yeah. neither here nor there. I think if him and Bridges, well, we'll have those conversations later, but this could be yeah, a We don't need team. to jump into this. Yeah. Can, I know we want to hear from Scott, but do you want to take just a couple minutes and talk Oklahoma State? Do you have another ad? No. Do you? What do you okay. know? What do you think? From an ad perspective? I don't know. What do you think about Oklahoma State? <laughs> I was trying to make sure that all your sponsors got their love, bro. Sorry. This is a oh, dumpster fire here this fine Monday morning. Um, oh, I, I love so this I show, think, by the way. Yes. I mean, this is every time you see my Twitter handle and locked on Baylor's tweet, just either instantly listen or don't listen. <laughs> like Those are your options. Um, dude, so, the first, so we played Oklahoma State at home. We won by like 20 or whatever. Yeah. Right? I think, whatever the margin was. 
this is a super, super veteran team. They have a tremendous coach. And when we played them the first time, they didn't have Musa Cisse, who was their like six man, big guy off the bench, incredible player. Stillwater is a really hard place to go in a basketball game. All yeah, the history. Yes. All the history that goes that I think Fran's going to be on the call. So do whatever with that, that you will big Monday. We are one point favorites. We opened at one and a half. These are all the things I know to be true. However, however, I think we're going to get it done. If you remember the Oklahoma State game last year, Oklahoma State was a less talented team than they are this year, and it took an Adam Flagler heroic shot for us to win. Drake has vanished. Go ahead, Drake. Fran. This is why you watch on YouTube. I'm going to. Yes, Fran. We got, we got Fran. We have Fran for Shilla, bro. He, <laughs> oh. He's going to tell you where everybody lived, everybody's parents, high schools, how they all have ties. Uh, is he going to talk about seeing Jonathan Chamachachua break his knee? He's probably going to pull up like the video on his phone that he took no. in real time. Oh, uh, yeah. Not again. You know ESPN's going to show it. They have to. They're addicted uh, to showing it. It's Fran. He's the one addicted to it. All right. You know who's not addicted to it? We're back. Scott Drew. Scott, what do you think about that, uh, that game, that big win against Texas? Well, the good thing is everyone gets home early. Uh, the bad thing is I got to go to work on Oklahoma State. Um, as far as uh, uh, today's game, first I want to uh, thank the crowd. Uh, I thought they were outstanding, gave us a lot of energy, especially when we started off so poor. Um, second, uh, uh, Keontae, I don't know how bad his ankle is or how long he'll be out, but I do know one thing, and that is uh, coaches uh, uh, really appreciate and value toughness. And uh, he had a 102 fever yesterday. I didn't think he'd play, and um, he gave it a go, wanted to give it a go, and there's no way he was missing it. And uh, um, uh, I know sometimes uh, people say uh, today's culture is a little uh, softer than previous ones. Keontae's not that guy. Um, so really uh, uh, credit him. And as far as when will he be back, it'll be soon because uh, he's a tough kid. Um, second of all, it's a great sports lesson for uh, uh, all young people out there because you're going to be on the floor, but you're going to be on the bench. And Dale Bonner played a lot early, was out of the rotation, was an unbelievable teammate, supported his team, but kept working on his game and stayed ready. And uh, uh, today I couldn't be any more happy and pleased for him. And uh, for all parents out there, um, only five can play. So uh, your job on the bench is to be the best teammate you can and keep working until you get that opportunity. And uh, Dale was unbelievable. And uh, Flo, it's his birthday. I asked him if he could have a birthday on Monday and uh, uh, next Saturday and every other game because his double-double was really nice. Scott, uh, it looked like after Keontae went out, you guys kind of dialed up the defensive intensity. Can you just talk about well, I think I think our offense uh, uh, hurt our defense early on because we turned it over a lot. They got transition buckets, uh, but um, I, I thought once we our defense was good enough early on, where we weren't down twenty until we figured things out offensively, and um, once we made a couple buckets and then uh, uh, really clamped down. Um, it's best defense stretch we've had for a minute. And we've had good stretches at Kansas. We had a good stretch at K-State, but we haven't played 40 minutes. And today was we went 40 minutes, and, again, the crowd gets a big assist for that. Yeah, whatever he had for pregame, we need that again. So uh, uh, I know the last couple games he hadn't. He's been struggling offensively. We tried to give him a little more rest today. Played 33 minutes instead of. 35, 36, 37, um, and I thought uh, uh, I thought he was really, really good. Now you said Keontae will be back soon, but is there 
Uh, that to be determined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and the reason is I have no idea how bad it is. Um, so Dave, Dave will let me know after tonight. <laughs> Uh, you, 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 it takes a team to win, and uh, I mean, on the ticker every night, it's Baylor. It's not names. So um, next man up mentality, and that's why you've got to have a team of guys that are bought in. That when it's their time, they're ready. Because a lot of times, guys that uh, aren't playing, they've checked out, and then when they get their opportunity, they're not ready. A lot of energy. Um, I tell you, uh, yesterday in practice, he had a tremendous practice. Uh, uh, dunked on somebody, and I ain't seen that uh, maybe since his freshman year. So, I, <laughs> so, um, but I think uh, 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 he really had uh, uh, great juice, great passion. Um, really worked hard out there. Well, I think uh, uh, we we definitely uh, uh, against Kansas first half we looked like best team in the country too. So uh, that's the parity in college basketball, the ebbs and flows of things. That's why it's so critical our defense gets better down this stretch, so that when we don't have a game where people are making shots and things aren't going great offensively, you can survive and advance. And um, today we got that effort. Honestly, it's in our Big 12 game. Every one of them's like this. <laughs> they're all, they're all uh, heavyweight bouts, and that's why it's the best league in the country. It's why maybe nine teams are going to the tournament. I mean, every game's a, a first round, second round, third round, fourth round game. Scott, obviously you guys want to be playing well in March. Is this the kind of game you all need to have? Uh, you definitely uh, uh, want to finish strong and finish with confidence, finish on a high note. But – I'll be honest, look at Iowa State. They didn't finish strong last year, and then they were great in the Sweet 16. And so it just, it's one game at a time uh, with uh, 18 to 23 year olds. Um, uh, I'm, a, I'm a father of three, and from minute to minute, the attitudes change. And uh, same thing on college teams. You just uh, 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 hope that you can stay focused and everybody bought in. And uh, uh, we've had a great group all year long. Um, there's a lot of coaches that, that, that can win with their guys, but there's not a lot of coaches that can lose with their guys, meaning they like them that much. And we got a great, great group. None of us like losing, uh, but we can lose with them because uh, uh, they represent Baylor the right way. Um, and they're great to be around every day. Yeah, he had he had he had a great breakfast. So uh, um, uh, his energy, though, I mean, defense is uh, 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 it's contagious, and um, you see someone playing that hard, making great plays, it encourages everyone else to. I mean, we had guys getting on the floor, um, Adam and LJ making tough plays. I mean, uh, a lot of guys making tough plays. Oh, you can come up there if you want with us. <laughs> uh, what, uh, what do you see from them? Obviously, with uh, Musa, they're a different team. Yeah, the first time we played him with him out, I mean, he's the co-defensive player of the year in the Big 12, and he provides a lot of challenges in the paint. 
Um, and then they're a team that, uh, like us, uh, we were the hottest team for a minute, and they were the hottest team for a minute. And uh, I don't know how they did today, but I, I, I can tell you that it, it, in the Big 12, um, every team is an NCAA tournament team, and Coach Boyton does a great job with them. And uh, it, we're playing at their place, so we have to be really sharp, really good, and uh, we got to get rest and uh, do what we need to to prepare. But it's one of the better defenses uh, in the Big 12, and that says a lot because we're all uh, relative good. But if you're the best in the Big 12, that, that, that really says a lot. That was Scott Drew. This is Drake Toll from Sports Illustrated's Inside the Bears. That's Brandon McKinnon from our Daily Bears. That's Daily Bears. Osos. Como se dice daily? Los Delos? Yeah, it's close. <laughs> I know Samana's week, so. Our weekly Bears. Oh, our Daily Osotros. Weekly. Samanos Osos. Uh, thanks for making Locked On Baylor your first listen every single day. Bears by five tonight. Bears by five. Come back tomorrow. We will recap this game tonight. Bears by five. Uh, go watch Cocaine Bear. This has been Los Coquenos Osos. Locked on. Thanks for making your first listen every single day. Taylor.